Trigger warning. The podcast you're about to listen to may contain sexual and violent acts committed against men, women, and children. If such acts offend you in any way, please do not listen any further. This podcast was made for an audience of 18 years and older and contains mature and explicit content. Also, this podcast may also contain a high level of profanity and explicit language. If such things offend you in any way, shape, or form, please do not listen to the podcast any further. This is your last trigger warning. If anything that I mentioned above offends you, please do not listen. Thank you. Warning. The cases that I talk about here are under the assumption that the individuals that are accused allegedly committed these crimes unless they have been convicted in court for the, tri- for the crimes that they have been charged with. This is by no means me making any kind of accusations whatsoever. I am simply commenting on news articles and stories that have been shared with me through individuals who may or may not have experienced these said stories. This is not fact. This is purely my opinion. Unless they have been through court and they have been convicted. Please understand that moving forward. Thank you. My name is Jeremy. I'm the host of a Man Apart podcast. This podcast is dedicated to sharing survivor experiences one story at a time. I cover rape, pedophilia, domestic violence, the troubled teen industry, cold case murders, as well as prison and military stories from survivors of many different heinous traumas on here. I also have solo episodes where I commentate on cases that I've studied or found across my table as well as one-on-one interviews with survivors where they tell me the good, the bad, and the ugly side of the trauma world. This podcast is not made for anybody with a weak stomach or a faint heart. This podcast will make you question not only your faith, but the system as well that's designed to protect children, men, and women in not only this country, but also around the world. If you want to know what it's like for a survivor to go through what they went through on a much more personable level, then this is the podcast for you. I don't let religion or politics, race, or sexuality create a barrier between me and anybody else who's a survivor on this podcast to come here and share their experiences. You'll find a wide array and a vast diversity of people that come onto this podcast because I think it's important to allow people all different walks and ways and backgrounds of life to share their perspective onto this podcast so that we can learn from one another. This podcast is raw, it's gritty, dark, but also full of light, happiness, and joy because that is the good and the bad and the ugly of the trauma world. There's growth and there's despair, there's healing, there's also hurt. So thank you for coming on to this podcast. Thank you for clicking on to listen. Thank you for coming here to support the survivor that you want to listen to. And I hope you get to listen to the rest of the stories. And I can't wait to see what's next in the future.
Never violate a woman, nor harm a child. Do not lie, cheat, or steal. These things are for lesser men. Protect the weak from the evil strong. And do not let thoughts of gain lead you into the pursuit of evil. The Iron Code. Hey everybody, this is Jeremy with the Man Apart Podcast. This is going to be episode 88, titled Adam Kennard, Burn It All Down. So this is not going to be a typical episode, this will probably just be a really short one. I have a, I found a news story a couple weeks ago, right before the end of the year, that came out of uh, Anderson, Indiana. It was about a man named Adam Kennard, who went around and burnt down four different houses, Now, normally, you go around burning houses and everything like that. I think of you to be a really special kind of asshole, especially in the wintertime. However, the reason why he burned down those houses was because he wanted to burn down the houses that had sex offenders in them. So, his his reasoning was because they had sex offenders in these houses, and he got tired of seeing all these child molesters walking the streets freely. Because of how how much they hurt children and everything. I tell y'all, there's a lot of people out there in this world that are really sick and tired of pedophiles and child rapists and molesters and everything like that. Adam Kennard was one of those people. Just like uh, Levi Axtell. You know, if you remember going back and listening to my uh, Duck, Duck, Moose episode and everything. Uh, he was a father who was whose daughter was getting stalked by a fucking pedophile and the law wasn't doing anything about it. So he took action in his own hands. Now... Do I recommend, you know, you throw your whole life away and everything like that and go in prison for X amount of years and everything? No, I, I, I don't, but at the same time, you know, if, if it's your family, if it's what you feel is in your heart, you know, who am I to say for you to fucking stop it, right? However, be smart about it, right? And while I... Because it's, it's a hard line to really walk because you want to, you know... A lot of us, we really want the law to work. It's not that I don't want the justice system to do its thing and actually put people away and, you know, that that are committing heinous and horrible crimes and everything like that. I really do. But it's fucking disheartening when you see people who go away to prison for fucking weed or drugs or anything like that a lot longer than people who are raping kids. Like, you know, that's the... I think that's the rub. I think that's the fucking... uh, the, the real, you know, chap your ass type moments with law enforcement and the justice system. And of course, there's people out there that will tell you, well, go and fucking, you know, rally to, to change the laws. Okay. People can do that. And for those that do do that, I commend you because you have a lot more patience than I do. Because me, I, I don't have, I don't have time for politicians bullshit. And my mindset's always that, you know, you can, you can always tell when a politician's lying when their fucking mouths are moving. So, that's where I'm at with that shit, right? However, I do feel like punishment needs to be a lot harsher, a lot stricter. There, there shouldn't be any early reentry programs. There shouldn't be, uh, you know, if you rape a child or, or, or anything like that, there, there shouldn't be a, a, a set amount of years on the registry. You need to be lifetime registrant, you know? That's just how I feel about it. Some judges don't feel that fucking way. Some ADAs don't feel that way, which is a scary thought, y'all. And that's why a lot of our faith in the justice system is so broken because we see these, these horrific cases and 
people get fucking suspended sentences, probation, uh, no jail time whatsoever. Hell, if you go back and look at the uh, what was it, in the episode in the forties episodes that I did, right? I think episode forty and forty one. One was about Denny Perkins, one of the most horrific fucking monster pedophiles that we had here in Livingston Parish. Yeah, he got 100 years in prison. A week later, Reed Copeland, Dem Springs cop, another cop, right? His trial came up, his sentencing came up, and Judge Brenda Ricks gave him no fucking jail time, a suspended sentence for statutory rape of a 15-year-old. While he, while he was on duty in his fucking squad car, or I don't know if he was on duty, but I know I know it was in a squad car and it was uh, it was statutory rape and malfeasance of office, I think is what it was. So and they gave his fucking ass no jail time and he ran like a little bitch. That motherfucker ran from Dem Springs, Louisiana, all the way out there to Dallas over in the uh, in the airport area. That's where they caught his ass at. So, you know, I, I, I just I, I don't fucking get it. I don't understand the justice system, and apparently Adam Kennard didn't either. So what did he decide to do? He decided to go and target four houses between the hours of like 5 in the morning to like 8.30 in the morning. I mean, yeah, four houses between 5 a.m. and 8 a.m. And he got caught. Here's his problem. You know, if you're going to go and burn down people's houses and shit like that, first off, make sure you wear nondescript clothing. He was wearing a Carhartt jacket, which that's nondescript. And he was wearing plaid flannel fucking pajama pants. I'm I'm sorry. If I'm going to go burn down somebody's house, I'm not going to go in my fucking pajamas. That's just all there is to it. So right off the bat, I'm thinking maybe there's some issues there with Adam that, you know, that might not be all together, right? I'll say nothing bad against him, but might be more to this story than what was reported on. On top of it, when he did get caught, or when, so what happened was a bus driver gave a description of Adam leaving a, I think a porch or a house or an RV or whatever that was set on fire, and that's what the cops started looking for him. When the cops found him, you know, they found three lighters on him and burn marks on his pants. You know, okay, in a court of law, lawyer, they could probably explain that away. You know, you, fuck, I, I got pants with burn marks on them. And I used to carry lighters with me all the fucking time. They said it was just odd that he carried three lighters and he had nothing to smoke. Okay. I carry lighters on me. I mean, it's fucking wintertime. But, you know, you start putting pieces together, you can start figuring out what's going on. When Adam gets, you know, arrested and gets questioned and everything like that, first thing that he didn't do, which I think he should have done, was ask for a fucking lawyer. Instead, he decided to talk to the cops. You're never going to talk your way out of that shit. I don't give a fuck who... I don't give a fuck if you're innocent or not. Innocent people have went to prison because the cops have fucking manipulated them enough to believe that they actually did shit that they didn't fucking do. Alright? Go look at the uh, Central Park Five. That case, right? Five guys got uh, got accused of rape and went to prison for it. And, they, and later on found out they were innocent. So... He's trying to talk to these fucking cops, and they're good at what they do, right? They're good at investigations. They're good at at interrogation, and they know how to fucking poke holes in stories and shit like that and see what's, you know, if somebody's lying to him or not. When the cop found him, he told the cop that he was there seeing a friend because 
the cop apparently passed by when he was just when, when Adam knows he was being spotted he walked off this porch and started walking said that he was going to the library at 8 a.m. in the fucking snow in pajamas and a Carhartt jacket not a good excuse not a good reason but hey I mean if you're gonna go to the library the way I'd argue it was well you know I'm gonna be comfortable when I go to the library but hey then this is where he really fucked up is when they showed a video of him walking off a porch or walking off of a yeah back of a porch and everything like that that was caught on fire Adam apparently became belligerent and squared up basically squared up on the cops in the interrogation room they gave him a bunch of verbal commands and he fucking complied I guess they were gonna you know stun his ass or something I don't know and then he told them, hey, you know, that he was tired of seeing child molesters out on the streets and everything like that. And that's why he targeted those four homes. He used the, he used the sex offender registry to find the four houses and set them on fire. So there's a lot of mistakes that Adam made, right? A lot. One thing I think the reason why I think the, the, the cops are giving him an out and why they're not really fucking hammer him down is because of the fact is they only charged him with one count of arson. He set four houses, he set four buildings on fire. They only gave him one count of arson. So that's, I think, when the cops found out the reason why he did it, they weren't going to be assholes to him. That's my opinion only. I don't have no facts to that. I don't know. I could be talking out my ass for all I know, but I would have to just be on the outside looking in on this. I would have to assume that if I was a cop, you know, would I want to hammer, you know, hammer down on somebody that was trying to burn down fucking pedophiles' houses, right? You know, child molesters' houses. Child, you know, already caught sex offenders. Uh, so that's one thing. You know, like I said, he should have fucking called for a lawyer, and he didn't. Another thing that I think that he should have done was just kept his fucking mouth shut. And he wouldn't have got charged with arson. Because, alright, you go out with Carhartt jackets and plaid pajama pants, three lighters on you and everything like that, and your your reasoning is, is that you're going to the library when a cop stops you and thinks you're a suspect in an arson case. You got burn marks on your pants and everything like that. Depends on how severe the burn marks were, you know. But, I mean, that's still explainable, you know. You can just say, hey, they're old pants and everything like that. Um, you know, I used to fall asleep with lit cigarettes and everything and they just caught on fire a couple times you can make up some bullshit ass fucking excuse I'm sorry like like there was no reason for him to fucking square up on the cops even when they got a video of you at the fucking crime scene if they don't see you setting the fucking fire and shit like that they ain't got nothing they wait, they're trying to bait you into a confession don't confess Make them do their fucking job and work hard for it then, you know? Or get your lawyer to fucking give you the best advice possible. Even if it's a free fucking lawyer. You know, I... I, I mean, the, what they call them, the public pretenders and everything. But, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, oh. Because I'm thinking of what I would do, right? Like, first off, I wouldn't have gone and set four fucking houses on fire within a three hour of time period within the vicinity of where I live at that's one thing 
Like, you just don't, you don't fucking do that. You know, you have to space that shit out. I'm pretty sure he just was caught up in a very emotional moment and was angry and pissed off and mad and just said, fuck it and fuck these assholes. And just went on a fucking rampage, right? I mean, that's essentially what it is. You know, that takes some dedication to set four fucking houses on fire. I don't know if y'all know that or not, but it's, yeah. And you gotta be knowing, you know, you gotta be knowing what you're doing too. And I don't know if he used anything else. Like he probably probably used some lighter fluid or some, uh, you know, had like a, like some gas in a bottle or some kind or something like that. Cause I mean, fuck, you gonna start four fires off in 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 Anderson, Indiana, in fucking December with snow all around and shit like that, cold as fuck as it is, at like at dark, you know, in the darkness. That's just one thing. Uh, you know, another thing is is that. I mean, he went walking around uh, from place to place. Like, that's... Going around and setting off four different fires, you're liable to get fucking caught like he did. Like, like somebody's going to see you. Somebody's going to fucking say, hey, this guy was over there. And there's more chances of people saying, yeah, this guy was over there. Where if he just went to that first one, they would have been busy trying to deal with that first one. And that would have been it. Like, he'd have, he could have waited a few more days. Could have waited a week or two, a couple weeks, let, let the shit die down and everything. Go set off another one. Do it, you know, play a long game. Too impatient. Then where he fucked up again is when he got caught. And he told him it was because of all the sex offenders and everything like that. And then getting and squaring up. Or he, he told him it was the sex offenders after he squared up with the fucking cops. You know, like, no. Don't fucking give him a, don't like, don't give him, uh, what is it, motivation What's it called? A motive. Yeah, motive. Don't give them the fucking motive. And everything like that either. It, nah. He, he should have just said lawyer and lawyered up. And that would have been the end of it, right? But he's getting charged with uh, with one count of arson. And he, he will go to jail for that. Like, I, unfortunately, he will. I, part of me, like, is like, yeah... Good on, good on you. Fuck them motherfuckers. The other part of me is like, I think about the other collateral damage too, as far as not really the property and everything like that, but the other things. Like, what if there were kids in these fucking houses, right? What if there were children in these pedophiles' houses? Because pedophiles like to have fucking kids around. You know, you can't fucking kill a kid just because you know you you have a problem with a pedophile, right? Like. I mean, somebody, somebody's kid could have died. Uh, somebody that wasn't that wasn't really involved with that shit. Like, I mean, that's the sad truth about it. Yeah, I hate the fact that there are family members that support pedophiles, and that you know, and, and that that will will house their fucking rape child rapist fucking family members and everything. I, I really wish people would stop doing that shit. But like, my biggest concern is if you're gonna start a fire, make sure there's no kids in the fucking house. Did he make sure of that? I don't know. Did he scope out the places? I don't know. Because it seemed like when he went and set four houses on fire within a three-hour time period, it was just out of impulse and impatience. And when he reacted to, to any kind of evidence being brought to him in interrogation, he fucking acted out of anger and emotion, which tells me that he really didn't like think all this shit out thoroughly. Like He didn't look at all the fucking outcomes. Or as many outcomes as you need to fucking look at, right? So, 
part of me is like, yeah, fuck them pieces of shit. The other part of me is like, you got to think shit through if you're going to do stuff like this. Because nobody, I don't think anybody wants to have, you know, a child's death on their conscience. I don't think Adam Kennard would really fucking want to live with himself if he'd have burnt down, a, down one of those houses and had been like a little baby in there or something. That's the only thing. I'm not really chastising him for what he fucking did. I mean, fuck, dude. I mean, them fucking child molesters don't need to be out in the street breathing free air. I do agree with that sentiment. A whole, 100% wholeheartedly. But there's nuance to, to what I believe in, right? Like, you gotta have, you know, you gotta have some common sense about you. You know, it ain't all about just going on a fucking killing rampage and everything like that. It's about sending a fucking message. And boy, did he send a fucking message. I'm not gonna deny that. He sent a very clear fucking message. And pedophiles need to be fucking scared like that. They need to understand that, yeah, we are prepared to fucking pop off on your asses. You know, I... You're not fucking safe among good people. Or you're you're not safe among people that, that want to protect children. Let's put it like that. You're just not. But, however, you know, you got to have common sense. A lot of y'all that feel this way also have kids. You know, I would, I'd hate for it for y'all to go on a rampage on, on some pedophiles or rapists or child molesters or human traffickers or anything like that. And then you lose your fucking freedom. Like, for instance, James Fairbanks. He's in prison for 40 to 70 years now because he killed Matteo Condalucci. And granted, there's a lot to that fucking case that was fucked up that the DA just refused to, to ever let the jury know as far as context go, right? Like, he killed Matteo and, Con- and uh, Condalucci in self-defense, and he panicked and ran because he fucking shot somebody. It's a traumatic experience. You know, he was going to tell the man, like, hey, I know what you are. I know that you're, you know, a fucking pedophile and everything like that. And I'll be watching you because I'm going to be moving in this area. And if you don't know, if you want to know more backstory about that, go check out episode 10, 16, and 17 on my podcast early on. I did those interviews. It was called uh, Living With My Monster. And I interviewed Amanda Henry, Mo David, and uh, Miss Laura. And y'all get to uh, go hear those interviews and see what type of person Matteo Condalucci was. And that's when I was starting out fucking very raw. No editing whatsoever. So, yeah, you get to hear my earlier work on that one. But yeah, I mean, that being all said. Do I agree with what Adam Kennard did? I agree with his sentiment. I don't agree with his execution of his plan. I think he could have done a more patient, thorough, methodical fucking way of of sending a message. And we probably would have gotten away with it a lot better. But he just made a lot of fucking rookie mistakes. And I think a lot of you that get in this this path and get around survivors and everything like that, a lot of you are going to feel intense amounts of anger like I did when I started out. You have to have an anchor. You have to have purpose to keep you grounded. Because look, I'm all, you know, praise Chippy, you know, the wood chipper, all the live long day. Throw them fucking pedophiles and rapists and, you know, those child molesting, baby raping pieces of shit feet first into a wood chipper. Fuck them. All right. Let me say it again. Fuck them. At the same time, I have a purpose and I have a path that I'm on in life. And I know that what I'm doing with my anger is more productive than going out there and 
fucking killing a bunch of pedophiles. Because for one thing, that best bet, the most you're going to get, maybe two or three, if you're lucky, you might get caught on the first one. And then you go to fucking prison for the rest of your life for murder. You know, there there is no such thing as the perfect crime. Right? Like, cops, they only got to get lucky once. A criminal's got to get lucky every fucking time. And unfortunately, it is a criminal act killing pedophiles. Just know that. Should it be legal? My opinion, I would I would say so, but... And look, I'm not here to promote or advocate for vigilante justice. I'm just here to share a fucking story of a man who's, who's sick and tired of seeing child molesters and pedophiles roaming his fucking streets. And he did something about it. Could he have done something different? Obviously, and of course. But he did what he thought was best. And hopefully Adam Kennard doesn't spend a whole lot of time in prison because, fuck him, you know, it was, it was child molesters. You know, that he fucking, whose houses he burned down. And I hope them bitches are having, you know, are, are, are freezing their little fucking dicks off out in the freezing ass cold, you know, in this intense fucking uh, uh, Arctic winds that we have going on right now. Because it's right now at the time it's recording, it's January. So I'm really hoping up in Indiana that them motherfuckers ain't no homeless shelter or some shit like that. They're, they're having to, you know, feel cold and freezing and alone and realize that, well, maybe if you didn't fucking touch children, you know, you wouldn't be in that situation, right? And I think that's an important lesson for them fuckers to understand. Don't touch kids and you won't be in danger of somebody burning your fucking house down. Don't touch kids and you won't have the general public wanting to fucking kill you. Don't touch kids and you'll have a relatively safer life than if you did. Flat out. You know, it's already dangerous living this life just being a good law-abiding citizen. It's a lot more fucking dangerous when you're when you're a convicted, registered sex offender, pedophile, child molesting, baby raping piece of shit. A lot more fucking dangerous. Especially around people like Adam Kennard, myself, Levi Axtell, you know, uh, Gary Ploche, Shelby, you know, Samantha Hank, like, like, but those are all different circumstances and situations. And I ain't gonna say that, that you know, they, they weren't out there hunting pedophiles. Like Shelby and Gary and, uh, and uh, Samantha, they were all put in very, very, very rare situations. But they did what they had to fucking do. And I don't, I don't hold no ill will toward that. No ill will whatsoever on that. Oh, but yeah. So that's that, y'all. I just thought I'd share this little tidbit. And if I find any, any more information on Adam Kennard, I'll let you know. Obviously, with cases like this, they like to, you know, the court systems are clogged up. They're going to take time. It'll probably be a year or so before we even find out anything about it and figure out what's going on. Um, I don't know how busy the criminal underworld is in Anderson, Indiana, but um, we ought to find out and see. So, that's all we can do. And all I can do is speculate on what, from what I read, right? That's it. Most articles, they just gave the facts and everything. I don't think any of them really, from what I've read, had anything bad to say against Adam Kennard. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of normal people, are not going to really be mad at Adam for what he did. And I'm not really mad at Adam. I'm mad at how he executed the plan. I'm not really, not really even mad, just critiquing, right? And that's it. 
That's all I, that's all I feel about it. Like, he should have just done a lot more slower, a lot more methodical. You know, uh, planned it out a whole hell of a lot better. But he didn't. Heat of the moment. I'm, I'm assuming heat of the moment and, and just impulsiveness. But yeah. Still a bone man, you know. He, he, he sent a message out there, you know. Don't hurt kids. Or you get your houses burnt down. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking bone man message right there, ain't it? Well, y'all. I love you. Be safe. Protect all children, even if they're not your own. Because the bowmen see. And the bowmen never forget. Much love. We must carry on. Stay tuned for the announcements. Oh, announcement time. So, y'all, I got some new and exciting things that are going on and some different changes with the podcast. Uh, Some great, some just kind of bittersweet. So, let's get the bittersweet stuff out of the way first. So, Sabrina, my sister and co-host, right? (sighs) She is... I don't think she's going to be back on the podcast for a good long while. She's always welcome back. And there's no, there was no fighting or anything like that. What ended up happening was that uh, Sabrina has, has broken off and branched out and doing her own thing now. She's got her own podcast she's doing, and she's doing it bigger and better than me. And I'm glad. Like She's got a video podcast she's going to be doing called Parental Advisory. So I'm very excited for her on that. I'm glad that she's going out and doing what she loves and pursuing her passion. She's also doing stuff with uh, Miss Susie and Barb and Tammy and Lacey and David Keck and all them, uh, you know, that has to center around the Rebecca girls and doing something on YouTube with all that as well. I'll be trying to share the links for it when they have it all put out and published. Um, But yeah, that's the bittersweet stuff. Like I said, Sabrina's always welcome to come back and always welcome to be a co-host again. I love her. But I know she wants to go do her own thing, and, and she has her own direction to go into in life, and I, I'm for it, you know. And I'll always promote her because she's always promoted me and has always supported me. So, uh, you know, you always got to support the people that love you and care about you. So if you ever get to hear this again, Sabrina, I love you, and I'm glad for you, and I'm very fucking happy for you. Um, some of the good stuff now. Uh, shirts, merchandise. The hoodies, all that good stuff. That should be coming in soon. I'm still kind of, we're still, I'm still doing a wait and see with Wicked, with uh, Wicked Family Customs on that. But they are, uh, I'm still in communication with Megan and everything like that. She's telling me what's going on and updating me. Soon, y'all, soon. We should have the merch up and running again. Um, I should be getting some, some uh, shirts and everything in pretty soon, so I'll be able to model them on TikTok for y'all, and it'll be under the uh, merch uh, playlist. So be on the lookout for that. And if you're not following me on TikTok, why the fuck not? It's pretty fucking cool. I got some good videos on there. I think you might enjoy them. And I do my episode drop videos too and everything. And then I do videos talking about different things, and I, I do like blind reacts and all kind of different stuff too. So it's not just all you know, just raping pedophiles and, 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 and everything. There's actually some good stuff on there. You should all check it out. You might find it entertaining, entertaining and enjoyable. Now, for entertainment, also, besides working a full-time job, running a business with my wife, running this podcast, I decided to start a fucking gaming channel and a YouTube channel. It's all titled The Man Apart Podcast, so it's easy to find. You know, uh, if you're on TikTok and you see my little profile picture and everything on there, it's going to be the same profile picture on Twitch. 
and on YouTube. So I'm going to be getting a webcam soon and try to do some stuff exclusively for uh, YouTube as well and see how that goes. I'm, I don't know if it's going to, I want it to be a variety because I do like to play video games. That's my passion. That's just something that I love to do. And so I'm trying to grow that out and maybe grow an audience with that. And that will be for the money. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Like, I don't do the podcast for, for any money or anything like that or for the money. But doing doing the YouTube stuff, yeah, that'll be for the money. So whatever deals or however I can market that shit out to be better. Because people, I, you know, obviously like video games better than listening to rape and pedophile stories and everything like that. And I understand. Do I agree with it? No. I think everybody should hear these stories. But hey, I'm rambling now. So yeah, I got a, a YouTube and Twitch channel. Please go follow it. Please go subscribe to it. It really helped me out a lot if y'all did. And if you ever get to see me on there, I'm at least right now I'm dedicating one day a week, Monday nights, to streaming. Now, will I stream more than that? Probably so. But uh, at least Monday nights for sure you can see me on there streaming. I'll have a few different games, but for right now I'm playing just one that I really love the most which is a little zombie survival game called seven days to die where in the game every seven days a zombie horde is supposed to come kill you so you build up a base and get resources and survive and do little little quests and missions and everything like that to get better you know uh, loot and everything like that so it's a fun game I've, I've enjoyed it for years um, check it out if not I got other games I'll be playing too on there so there's that, um, and that's about really it, I mean, I, you know, last week, I didn't drop an episode, I was sick, so I'm dropping this episode as a bonus episode, and I'm still going to do a drop this Friday, so if you're listening today on, on, uh, I guess I'll be dropping this on Wednesday, um, Friday I'll have an episode, like I promised, which is, you know, titled, you know, Being Married to a Survivor. And I, 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 I encourage y'all to listen to that as well. You get to at least hear a husband's perspective about being married to a survivor. So, yeah, that's it, y'all. That's all I got to say for today, I think. There's no other announcements, really. Just uh, keep waiting and being patient, okay? I love y'all. Be safe. Take care.